Welcome to Mosaic, the EDC podcast. Mosaic is a place to explore pressing challenges in education, health, and economic opportunity with EDC staff around the world. I'm your host, Berkonofsky, senior writer at EDC. Today, I'm joined by EDC's Viwe Mshanchi, who is working to fight HIV in South Africa. Her tool, education. In this podcast, Mshanchi describes the need for comprehensive sexuality education in South Africa's schools and shares stories about how her work is changing attitudes about health and sex. Wolfie Wei, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you for that. So you work in South Africa, where you're leading EDC's efforts to reduce instances of uh, HIV and pregnancy among young people. Tell me more about the program and what you hope to achieve. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate the opportunity to tell you a little bit more about what we do. Uh, the work we're doing is a strong partnership between EDC and the Department of Basic Education in South Africa. It is funded by PEPFA and the funding agency is USAID. The work is meant to reduce new HIV infections among young people. Uh, South Africa has the advantage of having a large population of uh, young people in schools. So with uh, the epidemic, then it becomes important to find a place and a space where learners or young people are, are gathered already. So the intention of the project, as I indicated, is to reach these young people through teachers by providing scientifically accurate and evidence-based information about, about sexuality because I think you can imagine that there's a lot of, um, uh, there are a lot of myths about sexuality and people are uncomfortable addressing this issue. So with uh, comprehensive sexuality education, it provides an opportunity for learners to hear from an educated and trusted adult about ways of ensuring that they remain safe, they can be in school and finish, because one of the challenges we have is teenage uh, pregnancy. So with young people being informed about how to, how to behave, how to make the right choices, it then provides an opportunity for them to achieve their goals and finish school and go on to go to college or work. So in terms of sheer numbers, how many students and teachers are you reaching through this work? We have a target of a half a million learners from ages 10 to 18 when they finish metric. And in terms of the teacher population, we are reaching five to 10,000. But in terms of who we have reached so far, we have reached uh, over 2,000 uh, teachers. And with the learners, we have reached about 220,000. So now take me through a typical comprehensive sexuality education lesson. Uh, how do you talk about health and sexuality and HIV with all these different age learners? Yeah, I think one of the good things about uh, sexu comprehensive sexuality education is the importance of it being age appropriate. Uh, for example, when the learners are still younger, like at age 10, you talk about uh, appropriate touches, uh, respect for my own body, uh, respecting the body of others, the idea of making sure that young children are aware that their bodies are their personal space and even if it's an adult, 
there are things that are, are correct and that there, there are touches that are incorrect. So so at, at a younger age, when you're doing grade four, that's typically what you would look at. And then as you get older, for example, uh, when you go to a grade eight class, then the, then you start talking about HIV and how it is um, transmitted because they're also in their natural science or biology classes, they're also doing this lesson. So as you are doing comprehensive sexuality education, it also mirrors the other subjects they're doing in biology and also where the learners are cognitively ready. Mm-hmm. Like when you get to age 15, for example, that's when you start talking about contraception, you talk about condoms. So it's very important that all of the lessons are age appropriate and address the developmental stage of the young person. So I imagine this is often a topic that's difficult for people to talk about either educators or parents, but there's obviously a big public health need for the work mm-hmm. that you're doing. Um, how have educators reacted to the comprehensive sexuality education work that you're doing? I think a, a big and an important element of the work we do is that we have got scripted lesson plans. You're quite right. It's an uncomfortable topic. So what scripting does is that it not only does it provide you with the language, you also get to be given the teaching methodologies that would make the educator comfortable, the learners able to participate, because since this is about behavior change, you don't want to be standing there and lecturing. And also when we follow the the educators in their classrooms, we're finding that they are comfortable. Obviously, not everybody is. In some instances, some educators have said, there are topics that they are not very comfortable with. Mm-hmm. I remember going to this one school. One teacher said, I am old. I'm very conservative. I can't teach this topic. <laughs> but there's a younger teacher here. My colleague is very comfortable. The kids uh, uh, relate very well with her. She can address this topic. So we do have um, those uh, examples as well. So it's one thing to talk to students in a classroom setting about a lot of these issues, whether it's HIV prevention or healthy relationships, how do you direct them to services in the outside world, outside the classroom, mm-hmm. that can support them in the event that they need testing or or they need support in some way? You're right. I mean, students can get all the wonderful information in class, but because this is about behavior change, it's very important to make sure they know which services are available and who to go to. So an important element of this work is what we call linkages and referrals to health services. And those uh, health services could be something that have to do with the um, HIV testing services, then they know where to go, be it perhaps uh, the clinics in the community that are served by government or other PEPFA partners who provide these services. There's also the medical male circumcision in instances where young people might want to to do that. Um, They can also know those perhaps, because if once you talk about issues of violence, there's some perhaps who have had that unfortunate experience of having been molested. There are services that deal directly with post-violence care and people who are dealing with those kinds of traumas. So it's not just about, hey, we're learning, we passed the exam in the classroom, but what is available in my community that will contribute towards my being healthy and get the service I need? 
Are there certain lessons that you think other countries or other public health workers or public health programs can take from the work that you're currently doing in South Africa? A few things that I can mention um, is it's very important to involve the parent community and that they know what's going on because sexuality is a very sensitive um, topic. Uh, At the same time, educators need the support because just because somebody went to a training, it doesn't mean that perhaps they are ready now. They need some mentoring and coaching throughout that how are you finding these lessons in instances where there are some teachers who are most comfortable, they get together. Uh, Recently at a meeting, we had a teacher who was talking about how this training has helped him create safe spaces in, in, in his classroom where, you know, there's, there's no discrimination, they are able to address these issues. Another important element is that in a school setting, you can't just work with the life orientation educator, the, the head of department where there's a, there's a school, as a school head of department for the subject, the principal of the school, uh, in instances where we have done it the right way. By saying we've done it the right way is that it looks like there's a process. You go to the circuit or whatever formation you have in that particular country, the circuit manager must be able to, to support the work in the school, the school principal, so that you have everyone and create a very supporting, supportive environment. Because at the end of the day, public health is something that is very important for education and everybody should play their role. A number like half a million is a gigantic number and it's fantastic. But I know at some level this project is having impact at a personal level. Yes. So tell me a little bit about um, some of the stories you've heard about how this program has impacted people. Uh, Recently we had a young lady express how this program has made a difference in in her life. Uh, She was actually speaking in a room full of her teacher and quite a number of adults, people who work in public health. And she was talking about how the program has made her more assertive because, as I was sharing before in the scripted lesson plans, they also get to practice some of the skills how do you make sure that a no is a no and it's clear as you say that? And at the same time, she was sharing how she got to know about the different resources that are available to her in her community. And she was sharing how if, for example, in the unfortunate event that she were to be raped, who would she go to, where would she report the incident and what are the steps that she would need to, to, to take? And uh, there was there was also another beautiful example where she spoke uh, about how in her school they were given a project to go and visit a health facility in her community to see how they were providing adolescent sexual reproductive health services. It was quite interesting how she had a little table where they were able to evaluate because that way it's not only about their health but the idea of young people looking at how the services in their community are serving them. And hopefully, even as they think about their own futures, and they will make a difference as, as, as people who are either going to be serving others or being served by those institutions. Wovi thanks so much for telling me about your work to prevent HIV in South Africa. I've really enjoyed learning more about what you do. Thank you very much. I appreciate it too. 
Thanks for listening to Mosaic. For more information about EDC's efforts to prevent HIV in South Africa, or to learn about EDC's other global health projects, visit us online at edc.org.